Hockey Town celebrated three championships in seven years, and rarely has someone so tough played so pivotal a part. McCarty draws, McCarty in, McCarty scores! A magnificent goal! Darren McCarty! Show that play. Larry Arnold, Shanahan, the Red Wings have defeated Colorado! Darren McCarty! Here's a break at center! I love you, but you're a mess. I, I am a mess. I'm a work in progress, I guess you could say. Well, I know one thing for sure, and that's it is 11 2019. Yes, one of the the third the third Wednesday in November. Yes, show 49 in honor of my former teammate, and it's so apropos. Um, that Eddie Mio's in the building tonight because this one goes out to Brent Gretzky, number 49, the best number 49 that I've ever seen, and he helped me get to the NHL. So, uh, Lil Gretz, uh, wherever uh, he's uh, he's a cop these days in uh, OPP, I don't know why they'd ever give him a badge and a gun, but I love the kid, and uh, good to see you. Anyways, yes, this is Grind Time with Darren McCarty. It is 7.26. It's a little early. Yeah, we're jumping the gun, and why is that, guys? This is the Thanksgiving show. This is uh, as Michael McCool, uh, joined by my producer and uh, engineer. Um, Slash, how are you doing, McCool? Thank you for bringing that up. Oh, thank you. No. I'm doing well. How are you? No, I, and that's why I love it, because he, he brings it to my attention. It's my Thanksgiving show. Anyways, what I'm I thankful for, we'll get to that. But first, huge announcements. I've been telling you that uh, we're the, it's growth. Um, grind time life that's what pretty much it's about um, well I went out and got married not you know Cheryl and I are still married figuratively I'm talking in the family of uh, media entertainment um, I'm proud to say that NRM streamcast um, we will be relaunching there this is the last episode of grind time I'm so proud actually to have done 49 episodes and every Wednesday I've been consistent, McCool. I appreciate it. And Travis Bully's here right now. He owes a lot of, because it's the guys behind the scene that I appreciate. So thank you for being here, Travis. And and uh, you're you're really the nuts and bolts guy to help everything go on. And that that I'm thankful for. But introducing the, the marriage with NRM Streamcast and everything I, I have going on, I got to introduce somebody that you're going to um, hear a lot of because we're going to be doing a lot of things together, not just Grind Time with Darren McCarty, but a lot of other things. Give it up for Mr. Andy Abisha. Hi, Andy. Hi, Darren. I like to call you Rainbow Whore because your hair is so beautiful and you're like bright like a rainbow. <laughs> That's right. Mikey, Mike, Mike Schulman, who's, uh, who I actually uh, came into this marriage agreement with, um, who's sort of like the, uh, the captain of the boat, likes to call you ra- ra- Rainbow Bright and me Puff, Puff Dragon. So that's, ra- right. that's what our tag team will be. But uh, just give people a little bit uh, what we have going on, what our plans are. You know, we're starting tomorrow, you know, doing some videotape and what to look forward to. And, yeah. uh, you, you know, because this is your expertise area, bro. Well, well first off, I want to clarify one thing. I am now officially the property of Darren McCarty. <laughs> so... Oops. Yes, finally. I mean, hey, you know what? You got to start somewhere. I made $10 off the deal. Bad deal. Uh, well, uh, we are very happy uh, to, be, uh, to be receiving... 
Mr. Darren McCarty on our network. Uh, like you brought up, Michael Shulman has came and reforged our company into something stronger and better. And the reason why is because there's one focus that we have, and it's people. And when you came to us and we started having conversations, the one thing that I realized is there's so much more to you than a guy that can play, you know, play with a puck. You are a person that sees people for who they are, and that's what you care about. That's what drives you. And that's kind of what we want to focus on. I've got one rule in life. It's don't be a dick. And clearly... <laughs> You follow I that got, rule. I tell me it's called live without labels. There's only one rule. Don't be a douchebag. That's pretty much the same that's thing. The same so that's, thing. That's why that's right. we got a lot of things coming up, but I want everybody to know that it was really when I, um, and this has been a process, I thank uh, Nick Antonucci, our business development, because he's put a, a lot of the work in and actually um, he did all the dirty stuff yeah. with Michael. And, well, and Michael, so I'm just a showpiece, right? But but uh, Nick, uh, obviously grateful for him, grateful for Mike Walters and everybody at the Detroit yeah. cast and Jay and Big E because it's not a we're not separating. We're all growing together and and whatever way we can. And it's about you said something in that meeting. Uh, when we had that really how do you get above Mike asked the question when you got so many hands in the air in a podcast world and in a world like this how do you get above everybody else and you your answer was gotta lift them up together everybody lifts up together everybody grows together and that's the thing we've been around for a few years now we've made some mistakes but we've grown as a company and we've learned to operate in a closer knit concerned about people mentality and so we know that if we help you be successful, we're going to be successful. But like I said, this is, this is a ridiculously awesome dream to be sitting Bro, across somebody cool. and realizing, hey, the guy I grew up watching on television isn't a dick. Yeah, see, that, I, you know what I call that? I call that the Dave Grohl rule. Because I met Dave Grohl. That's true. I met Dave Grohl, and he was even better. I got to spin discs with him in the dress room is at Kobo before their show back yeah. in the day and and he was bigger and greater than I could ever want because that's my man crush and he was even blew me away like I like cackled like a little schoolgirl like when I walked in the one day in the office and you were in there yeah yeah I almost changed your hair on the spot like that how you get excited to see me why do you tell me you loved Grohl I love Grohl <laughs> well, I love you and the I, food gonna, fighters see Jeez. these are things that we're gonna get into and dig deeper because it's about the people. The one thing too is I've uh, I've always believed that uh, money follows people lead. Um, look look for us. We're going to be launching a whole bunch of stuff. We got things going on. Like if anybody's interested, uh, doing an anti bullying campaign on uh, Friday at yep. McDonald's in Dearborn from five to eight. We're getting behind that. Um, yeah, because you know what, Big Mac don't and the loves a Big Mac and Big he don't Mac and he loves Mac. to lay the smack down on bullies. We like we we hate bullies. So, Andy, <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, people will get to know your beautiful face and your lovely personality. And dude, it's like I'm looking across at a much different guy. Than I am, but same guy on the inside, and I love you for it. Yeah, absolutely. We're really happy that you are coming to MRMStreamcast.com. We are just so thrilled. I love it. I love it. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. That's uh, Andy Bishop from uh, NRM Streamcast. That's where we're uh, 
building up to it. He's on his way. We got things going on um, a lot. So at this point, uh, I want to introduce to you the show and uh, say thanks. Uh, Perry's not here today. No, Perry didn't get cut. Perry can't get cut. He's sort of, he's like the one that found the treasure. Like whoever on Oak Island finds the, the first big treasure first. Like Perry's the one that fell into the hole. All right. So Perry's not going anywhere. Never will. But... Um, I wanted before I get before I get started with uh, my guests, I'm gonna do the business I need to do so everybody can uh, take a little bit of break because uh, on this Thanksgiving program, I think it's very important. Um, I always believe the where you came from and who was there at the start. So thank you to Phil and Miracle Flow. As you can see, uh, tomorrow I'll be down for any season ticket holders taking pictures at the bench uh, for Christmas pictures. I have a great uni and I'll have. Uh, a new, new sculptured but miracle flow the only hair care product for guys with majestic flow and those who want it miracle flow is especially formulated for athletes with longer hair to help rejuvenate the flow after the beating it takes in your sweaty helmet miracle flow makes products for guys with flow by guys with flow our shampoo is used by nhl nmlb mil nfl d1 athletes and more remember miracle flow it's not just a hairstyle it's a lifestyle thank you phil Check them out on Instagram. Also, too, Mike Lindell and MyPillow here at Grind Time. We're proud to announce the fine folks at MyPillow are on board with the team. Right now, you can get two MyPillows for the very low price of $69.98, but only if you use the promo code DMAC, D-M-A-C, or go to MyPillow.com and pick up a new set of Giza sheets or a MyPillow dog bed. My dogs love theirs. Just make sure to use promo code DMAC when you're checking it out. Happy Thanksgiving, Billy Felsner. Did you get your dog bed? Text me. Let me know. Also, too, I can't, uh, for all you golfers out there, um, I'm going to get to, uh, this is so apropos because two of my guests today is where I got to solidify this uh, great relationship with people of grind time, but Cattails Golf Club is an 18-hole championship track in South Lyon, former home to the LPGA Futures Tour, Michigan Amateur Qualifier, and more. Two very unique nines, one unique golfing experience, wetlands featured on the front, hardwoods, Native force on the back range, multiple practice areas, and a full bar and menu at the clubhouse. Come on out to the course that the Grind Time family plays. Check out our Facebook page for an exclusive offer to Grind Time fans that will get 18 holes and a cart for $25 during the week. I know it's in the winter. They'll figure something out. They got those uh, video golf things. Uh, just check them out. And um, last, uh, not last but not least, uh, thank you, Rich Summers and Herbal Active, member THC Free. Uh, Herbal Active, you can use the code DMAC25 for 25% off all your THC free CBD needs from your tinctures to your drops to your to your edibles uh, to your topicals to whatever it is. Uh, check out HerbalActive.com, U-R-B-A-L-A-C-T-I-V.com. Use the code DMAC25. Big things that come from Rich. I appreciate it. And last but certainly not least, two of my favorite people, the Jeffrey Group and Rhonda Monet of Gold Star Mortgage. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or simply making a move, give yourself a distinct advantage in this fiercely competitive market and put a winning team behind you. The Jeffrey Group of America Integrity and Rhonda Monet. Yes, that's my girl, Rhonda. Gold Star Mortgage joined forces to make sure you land your dream home. Their passion for going the extra mile shows from the first phone call to the day you're handed the keys. They've taken an incredibly complex process, and we all know that that stuff sucks but not for Jeffrey and Rhonda, and made it simple and transparent. Call Jeffrey Cavanaugh at 734-306-9027 today and take the first step to your new front door. Gold Star Mortgage is an equal opportunity lender, NMLS number 3446. Thank you to all of you 
that have supported this first, I guess, uh, season endeavor of uh, Grind Time with Darren McCarty. Now, in saying that, uh, the most important part, because it's a Thanksgiving show, let me introduce you to my guests. Um, my co-host for the evening, uh, uh, the goaltender for uh, the alumni, uh, Detroit Red Wings, played. How many years playing the league, Eddie? Uh, four in the WHA and seven in the And NHL. how many here in Detroit? Three. Okay. Well, three. Well, the Eddie, Eddie Mio is his name. You've heard him before. Um, the reason that he's here is because it's my Thanksgiving show, and I want people to understand um, how important Eddie Mio is in my life, and he's always been um, that consistent. Uh, we, I say he's your favorite uncle. Just don't ask him for money because <laughs> because he's hit it everywhere I've got else. None. No, because you're generous like I am, but uh, we always bust his shit. But, uh, you know, Wayne Gretzky's best friend, um, he taught the great one. Um, he, he was just a good one before Eddie met him. That's but it. I got Eddie Mio. And, and so along the line, so I want people to understand <clears throat> what I want to do for my Thanksgiving show. And because this show is the last one here, I'm not going to say forever or anything for, for a while um, as we prepare to make our new steps. But in giving thanks near this Thanksgiving, as I'm taking a journey with the Russian Five, thank you, Jenny, and everyone going over to Israel on Thanksgiving night um, for the Russian Five. Look forward to that. But I, I want to give thanks and, and to some remarkable people. Uh, I've known Eddie. He's a remarkable person. But I met, I got to meet uh, Sergeant Dan O'Connor. Dan, thanks for joining us. Hey, my pleasure. And uh, Dora Rodriguez, who... Um, Thank you for having me. Dora, um, yes, uh, Dora, you've, you and I, uh, you both uh, were great supporters at the golf tournament. We've gotten to talk. The reason that I have you guys here isn't to talk about, I'm glad to see things are moving along on the front of uh, what you do for a living, but I don't really care about that at this point. I care about you, Dora, as a person. care about you, Dan, as the sergeant, and Eddie, you uh, as whatever you want to be, buddy. And we care about you. <laughs> uh, and that's what I love about it. Right but back at you. I yes, know sir. why I do things. I mean, I, I, I will protect that pl the cannabis plant like a Knights Templar, um, because it saved my life. Um, I give back because of the people I know that I do. Now, I want to introduce to the Grind Time listeners that it's about all of us. It's not just about me. I'm the facilitator of the information and the stories that Dora and uh, Dan have, um, I want to enlighten you on because they're inspirational. Now, Dan sits over here, but 10 years ago, um, he is a sergeant, obviously, in the uh, United States Army. Um, he was the victim of a suicide bombing attack wow. that, long story short, um, earned him a Purple Heart. Dan, uh, that leads to, and I want to tell everybody, is to let me fast forward 10 years. Where Can you give me an update on where you're at with your bachelor's for social? Social work. Okay, so where are you at right now, 10 uh, years later? I'm in my last semester. Uh, well, this semester ends December 13th, and then uh, uh, next semester will be my last semester. I graduate with my bachelor's in social work. I'm currently uh, applying for the master's program as well. Um, just, uh, you know, it, 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 10 years ago when I enlisted in the Army to 10 years ago, you know, 10 years forward to right now, I think uh, 
I wouldn't, I, I can't believe it sometimes. You know what I mean? I was always that uh, 2.0 student, and in, in, in now that I'm uh, doing my education after the military. But explain what your education is for, because it's, it's when people, I, I want to get to the point, is that you've been through something, but it. it's the fact that you give back. So just, just you, you're doing a great job. Just express a little bit more. Don't be so nice. Don't be so like non. What is it? Eddie called non chivalrous or whatever. Yeah. Tell the people that. <clears throat> Don't be modest. What? Don't be modest. There you go. All right, here we go. Um, I it's 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 leading me in the direction to help uh, veterans and advocate for veterans. Uh, since I've been out, I've went through my struggles with the VA with the healthcare. Um, it's come a long way for me, but for a lot of men and women, it's still tough. So. Um, being going in the social work field, I, I can uh, help other veterans uh, get through their things. You know, we we have uh, an extreme number of suicides every day from veterans. You know, between twenty and twenty two a day. Um, so I've lost uh, more than I care to say. I've lost quite a few. I served with overseas to suicide. So that really shifted gears for me. Made me want to be a social worker. I, I originally started to go for elementary school teacher. Yeah. Shifted gears because I, I, after after so many phone calls of losing uh, somebody that you served with overseas, uh, it just it it I want to be able to make a change. You right. Know? Because that bought, and you know what not to the, the that that degree. Uh, of you know life and death, but that's the bond that uh, I think Eddie you can say is that you have with teammates. When uh, we're we're as former hockey players suffer the same fate as guy, you know, and I don't care what he say PTSD, concussions, whatever, uh, addiction, whatever else. The fact we're just we're losing people. So for the health and wellness, so a lot of your journey for your teammates and ours, we're fighting for. The same Basically thing, the yes. same which thing, yeah. which is why you do it and why you give back. So my question to you is, why? I think the biggest reason is uh, we don't, we've been places where where most people don't ever want to go, you know, or, or very little people know about. But we've been places where it becomes where you see things and you do things, and when you come home, it's hard to it's hard to manage. Being overseas, coming back, and, and and trying to flip that script and go right back to uh, a normal life. You know what I mean? Changing diapers. You know when you when you come home when you come home with some of the things that you've you've, you've experienced. Uh, some guys and gals have a tough time dealing with it, and and we've been taught to suck it up and move on. You know you don't you don't you don't accept that that defeat. You just keep on pushing. You know, and and at a certain point, you have to ask for help and. If I'm that person, they're going to ask for help. Then I'm going to I'm going to get them to where they need to be. You know that it, it's the it's the what I'm trying to uh, is I'm showing you right here is how because for you and I, uh, how we're so much more similar in the the things that we've seen. Now in my journey, I realized that you know, and the and it really is true that I'm going to introduce Dora here because you're only. The, if the good Lord only gives you what you're strong enough to take, because young lady, out of anybody that I know and that I've met in the last year, your story and why you do it, if you do, if you would be so graceful as to say why you help people out, but the if you let my listeners in on the absolute tragedy that you have experienced in your life to be able to come out. To where you are now, um, can you 
I don't know if you can do it like you did it when we talked, I but know. but but as comfortable as you want. I'm finally want to be. like learning how to talk about it without crying because and, and, it's so painful. You know, it's kind of like you always feel like you're in this tornado. Can I can I give you one of the mm-hmm. one of the things, and this is why it's important um, for me to mm-hmm. be here with you because what i've found is to because only you can put it or um put it in a place because it's all it's it's happening it's part of who you are it's it's not what you are it's or it's not part it's part of what has made you you and i think what you've realized is how to separate different aspects of it so um I'm here, but I, I want it because I know that there's somebody out there that's probably going through it. And the harshest part is that, like, I'm going to drop, like, this is ugly and this is bad and this is heart-wrenching, but it needs to be said because that's what we deal with. And you're yeah. strong enough and I'm here and we're here for it. And that's why I got Dan and that's why Eddie and Mike. So, And as, I appreciate that. No, and, and <laughs> so as, as, as deep into it you want to go or not, then please do i don't want to over talk but our our journey as a family started uh to turn um decades ago i would say it first started in probably late 90s um in october probably october 2nd i believe it was we lost my niece she was struck and hit by a car um she was 11 and my little brother was with her, and he was 12. How old were you? Uh, I think I was in my early 20s. Okay. Um, so a separation, my, but yeah. out of the house. So, um, so that devastated us, and our union family stepped in, and they helped. That was way before I was even a union member. And I saw the power of what uh, unionism and activism was about, you know, because when you're suffering, they step in. You know, everyone was coming together, and they, they helped my dad out, you know. Um, they helped all of us out as a family. They were there for us. And I didn't know. I was like, who are these strangers, you know? Who are these people? You know, it's, wow, how beautiful. And then probably, like, maybe 15, 20 years later, my dad was driving into work. Me, him, and my sister, we all worked at the same plant. And he always started an hour earlier before I did because he has skilled trades. So he had to be in the high-low shop um, before we did. And he was driving into work and someone fell asleep on the other side of the freeway and hit my dad. And then multiple cars hit him. He was trapped in his car, um, his Explorer wide awake on fire and nobody could get him out. Um, Passerbys ran to... um, Wasn't it truckers? No, you're good. They they ran to semi-trucks, and uh, they were smart enough to know that semi-trucks keep fire extinguishers in their car. So they just all got as many fire extinguishers as possible, and they tried to keep the fire away from my dad until the emergency services and the firefighters and um, state police got there, which I love all those guys because... My dad would not be alive today if it wasn't for them. So my dad had been um, sent to University of Michigan burn trauma. And he was in a coma for about two and a half months. But my union family was there almost every day. 
my UAW plant chairman was there. My president was there every day to check and make sure that as a family that we didn't need or want for anything as far as like support and making sure that everything was done correctly for my father to be off of work. And then came the realization within the first week that we had to make a decision as a family to have my dad's limbs cut off while he was in a coma because he had suffered 65% burns on lower extremities of his body. And with him also being a diabetic, that's very rare and difficult to be able to uh, combat and fight that, you know. So we made that decision, and so my dad had to have two amputations, along with all the broken bones he had in his body and pins and stuff. Um, it, was, it was devastating. But I will tell you that University of Michigan, they are exceptional. They truly do live up they to do. their name. They, they teach the you as a family, how to get through it and how to actually take care of your loved one, even though they're in a coma. They teach you that you can still take care of them. They can still hear you. Right. They can, they can still hear people. everything that's going on. <coughs> and my dad, I remember when my dad was finally able to wake up, my dad told me that he could hear my grandmother crying. He could hear my little sister crying, you know, and he could hear all of us talking. So dad got better and um, was finally able to come home right before Christmas. And then two years went by. He's still learning how to walk with his prosthetics. He gets cancer. So we're like, okay, we can do this, you know. And then the cancer surgery went really bad. And he became septic. And he was on life support. And that got really rough again, you know. Then dad got better and was able to come home after being in the hospital. We transferred him from one hospital back over to the University of Michigan, burn trauma, because he was such a special case. They're the ones that put him back together to right. begin with. So only those doctors over there, like Dr. Machado Arnando, excellent doctor, right. and the entire staff uh, saved my dad's life again for the second time. And then probably within another few years after that, back in a sedated coma again, you know, so it's just, it's, it's consistent, you know, but one thing that we definitely learned as a family, whenever we've spent time, we spend a lot of time in the hospitals, right. especially during holidays, and we've learned to take care of the staff, you know, and uh, making sure that they're properly fed, because we know that they're away from their families. We also learned how to take care of other families that were there with their loved ones in the burn trauma unit, um, supporting them and being there for them. Because initially you see other people going through so much shock and they're there to support their family. And you just kind of learn to do that, reach out and, and support and care for them. So that was a journey. But I think that's how we got through our pain as a family. And you hear so much and you see so much walking through the hallways inside the, the back area and the burn trauma unit, you hear a lot of things that you don't normally hear in everyday life, you right. know, you know, the cries, the, the yeah, tears. I've, I've and, been in the burn unit. I've suffered third degree, second degree burns. I mean, you don't, a dam's been blown up. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's something that you really have to kind of focus the on. The one thing is, is that I hear though, is because I know for me, when I say 
I'm a battery and the people are my power because you're talking about getting outside of yourself and yeah. connecting with people. Now, Dan, what about your, you know, you were blown up, sir, by a suicide bomber. That is remarkable because you, when you tell a story, you were the, you were the driver. I was the uh, vehicle commander. You were the vehicle the ve commander. <clears throat> and, and you were telling me that, that they had just let before, they just sort of implemented that they allowed the uh, locals to drive down the streets with the, the convoys, with the convoys yeah. and not 200 meters behind because they were trying to show goodwill and stuff. And what had happened is this bomber came in and, and your vehicle was at the beginning and it pin picked off the top. Anyways, getting to not to take you, sorry, but not taking you, we were back there, is that you drove to the hospital and it wasn't until you're having a cigarette sitting out up top and you couldn't hit your mouth with your cigarette that your sergeant or my captain your captain that? said hey bro you better get checked out that's what i'm saying the resilience wow. of not knowing how bad it was but um how the team aspect what i want to get to is i want to get to the support system the the people around you i know through my recovery it's been the support system and the people like eddie the people that i've surround myself with you mentioned it dora back when you were younger with your cousin with the uaw and understanding not really understanding what union and family is about right. but you're an extension of that through everything you've gone through with dan the military was it the same as far as it, you know when you, when you go like in when you're in there right because and and the analogy i'm bringing and eddie can say when you're a player Right when you're on the team, when you're playing in the league, stuff's really good. <laughs> when you're done, you're just another number. You're just another number, right? I, and I'm not getting into that. I'm getting into after it happened. Were you given when you figured out? Did they get you on the way at least until you left? Well, I mean, when when after that blast, I finished the tour. Um, I came home and I was having issues and I decided to get help, you know, right. and, uh, at that time, that's when they decided to medically retire me because I was having headaches. I was having sleep issues, nightmares, you know, the, the, uh, the things that makes it tough for you if you, if you're going to go back into a combat zone and you're not 100% right. and something happens to, you you're, know, one of your guys, yeah, it's not you, it's unacceptable. So when right. you have to ask for help and, and if that was the way things were going to go, then, well, when I got out of the army, I was in a bad place, but I had a lot of support. I, my wife, uh, my best friend, my military brothers would reach out to me from time to time. But um, just uh, having going from full active duty to stay at home dad with a newborn baby girl and a, a daughter who was, you know, five or six at the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was uh, a pretty big step for me. Uh, to adjust to that, you know, and being in the mindset of being in the military and coming home to that. And I didn't, I didn't start school right away. So, um, that just took, uh, it took the support of my family, my friends, my military that I still keep in contact with. Um, you know, I just feel sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that I'm still here. You know what I mean? Because Absolutely. I, 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 I could have went, I could have went so many different ways. Say that. So, to be able to be doing what I'm doing now, you know, going to school when I met you, we talked about our, our issues, TBI, yeah. uh, PTSD, the physical parts, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just, it's sometimes it can be overbearing. 
What is what is the one thing that you would say with your experience that if somebody's suffering like you were getting out right away, what what do they do? Because I'm not about well, go get a hold of it. No, how do they get a hold of you? Or I, what would you advise them to do if they for the people that are need the help now? Right, if you need help now, don't don't hold back. Ask for help. Call call a friend. Call a family member. Go see your doctor. You know, your doctor can refer you to places, but you, you have you have resources around you. So if you're feeling down or, or having troubles, whatever, there are resources for veterans to utilize. School, uh, you know, work, work placement. You can get a lot of, and your health care. If you go to the VA and you, f- you know, follow your appointments and, and do what you got to do, you're going to be covered. But... A lot of vets don't know about the resources that they have available. Right, and that's what you, why you get into the advocacy and then the education. So as a, as a citizen, what is it? Is there stuff that people who want to help um, but don't know how or are there ways that people can, can reach out and help? Like this, the one way that I try to is bring in the conversation of it, right? Right. So, so but is there where people can look? Because a lot of times... People make decisions because they only have a choice. They don't see they have options, right? And and how do you get that out there? I guess from your experience. Well, from right now, it, it's uh, it's come a long way. Actually, it's come leaps and bounds Good. from from veterans uh, of the Vietnam War versus now. But my health care, or what not, my health care. But when I got out, um, I was. Uh, I, I, I went with a buddy of mine to the VA who was already who already went through the system. So that makes it huge if you know somebody who can navigate with you. So that's, yeah, I always say nepotism, use it if you got it. Nepotism yep. meaning it's like part of the family. Well, that's huge in hockey, Eddie. It's Absolutely. everywhere you can. You know, because that's the whole thing is that I'll get you to the door, but you got to get yourself through. You got to get it in there. Right on. You need to, you just need to, you have to be willing to want the help. Absolutely. A lot of veterans, a lot of uh, people dealing with depression or, or, or stuff that you dealt with, which I'm very sorry to hear all that. It's you know? okay, though. But I mean, you I, learn I mean, how to get through it, right? You do. You, you do. learn. And, and you like learn you your said, tools. Support. You, yeah. you got great support at U of M. You got great support with, with the UAW and all that stuff. It's the same thing. When you're in the military or, or you're on a hockey team, it's your team, it's your brothers and your sisters. Brothers, sisterhood. And, and and you just, you know, you live it. I call it chosen family. Can't choose your blood, choose we've, your family. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, guys that, as you said, that uh, haven't adjusted well and they don't ask for help. Right. You know, they just want to stay. One person in, in particular is Murphy, who right. was number one Joe. pick over here, yeah. Joe. I know of a ex teammate over in Finland, same thing that's living under uh under uh overpasses. So they just don't wanna feel that that compulsion of, of well, yeah, I'm in trouble, but can you help me? Well here's it's, the thing, right? Yeah. Because I'm you're sitting next to the guy that has that but and and my advice and this is what I'm look looking for to help anybody there is that, you know, my path through recovery is through cannabis, but it's because of what it has allowed my body to be healthy, to be able to sleep, to be able to open my mind and be able to face things. The bottom line is, as I, as everybody knows, I have that eleven eleven. So I just celebrated four years sobriety. Congratulations! But thank you, boy. But it's but it's because of the relationship, and I know who I am. Right, and I know what I want to be, and and who I want to surround myself with, with people like yourselves. What is it that 
the, with all this stuff, Dora, because there's got to be, because I watch, see, and I see the way you are around people, and I know that that, that going with you and doing some of the, when the, the strikes were to just say hi to the people because it's a family. Oh, and they love that. Thank well, you I, no, no, so much. That's, well, no, and that's what I'm trying to let people know is that to get to know, know why you're more similar. Now, trust me. There's dicks out there, right? <laughs> but but I'm not here to argue, right? right. I, I'm not here to argue with anybody anymore. I'm here for what do you mean by that? If you want to argue, fucking Google me and find out what'll happen. <laughs> and then when it happens, right? And then Dan's showing up on your door, then it's even worse because he knows stuff that I don't know. I hope Dominic gets us in his next comic. Oh, yeah. I oh, wish oh. Dom was here. No, Dom. You're I love him. Dom Ruggio, uh, Ruggiero, uh, Mess Bucket Comics, has got the DMAC uh, yeah. graphic novel coming out, Donnybrook comic book. Um, the frozen fish fiasco. Yes, that's my year. favorite day of the year. I down at Clark Park, my yeah. boy Ziggy Gonzalez. I love that place. It so is, much but that's fun. and 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 see, here's the whole thing, right? Where we're naming stuff off indoors. Oh yeah, we're there because w the one thing is with the family aspect and with what the union brings. Because it is brings. about family, right? It's about interacting, like yep. we do with the it alumni. Is. It's about what's Eddie. What's the best part about pl playing an alumni game? Well, in the dress room. Yeah, obviously. you know, do, 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 if we, you and I had we to tell each other, how if you and I could go get introduced, <laughs> right glory days. So, yeah, we're talking just about lie the glory to each days. other, lie to each other. Yeah. Lie, no, we lie to the young guys as they're coming yeah, in. As they're coming in, <laughs> you mess with their minds. You mess mean. with right, them. Right. Right. Tell them we were awesome. But it's because of uh, I think that just here, um, uh, you know, the, at this end of the month, uh, with I'm I'm very excited. Um, for what's ahead, you know, yeah. for growth, for different things. And, and, and you can't, where you've come from is, is what has made you who you are. Yeah. Right. Is there any advice out there? Because, because for, for people that, that you would say, was there any one moment Dora, or was there anyone like you met? You mentioned it that the UAW helping your family when your niece passed away was you at a you, early twenties. Yeah. It really struck a chord with why are these people helping me? Was there a moment where, where you know, at the hospital or something when you start you start helping other people where to get out of yourself? I know that for my family and with the McCarty Cancer Foundation. The fact that Craig McCarty um, has uh, had a wing of a garden over at Hotel Dew and is in his name for multiple myeloma, and I know that what we've done with that. So it's, it's because it's about. I always started the McCarty Cancer Foundation, yeah, to raise money for research, but it was about my mom and my sister that spent all the time at the hospital. What about right. them? You know, you worry about the addict and you worry about the person who's suffering and stuff, but there's people that are there just as long a time that get forgotten about. So you're um, one of those people like my sister. You're one of those people like my mom who, like, so from your perspective, is there, is there any enlightenment or advice? Well, you got to kind of... I know I was numb for a long time. Okay. For like over 10 years, just completely numb How'd to you a know lot it of when the you pain. Weren't? When I finally started to wake up, like maybe a year and a half ago, and what, two years ago. But what, what, how, what, 
was there something, was it a faith-driven thing? Was it something that you said you woke up? I mean, I, I got actually, sober, so I mean, um, I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we've been through so much as a family. Like, That's right. So why my, wouldn't I, I would expect I, you to be in a frozen you tundra. You are. You kind of feel that way. Like you kind of like have to find stuff to keep you busy. You know, like that's what worked for me. Like I, I just started delving more into politics outside of my union. I was already, you know, helping um, on campaigns and things like that. And then I delved deeper into politics because I realized that's how I'm going to be able to help people like us as a family. Right, right, and then they... You know, helping others that have less than us, because that's one of the things that you you see when you're in the hospital so much. You see other families that don't have as much as you do and the struggles that they go through. You know, how are they going to get back to the hospital? They're driving two to four hours away because their loved one is here. You know, they're sleeping in, you know, in the waiting rooms in the burn trauma unit, and you just kind of get to know each other. You kind of get to, like, support and protect each other, watch each other's things when you're going to get something to eat or... You know, just bring in little things, you know, That's when you compassion. know that. Yeah, it's people. So it just kind of brings you together and it kind of, it, it helps you again. get through the struggle when you're supporting each other, when you see that other people are going through the same things as you are. And then, you know, it just didn't stop there. Like, you know, a few <coughs> years later, my little sister, she ended up getting cancer. My ex-husband ended up getting cancer. My mom went through her second open heart surgery. You know, now she's got a pacemaker, and it's just like I just never stop because the only way I'm ever going to be able to help people is if I delve more into outreach and community services and, and you know, volunteer and getting, you know, really great candidates elected to be able to help people, people that are going to worry about people's health care, um, sobriety, you know, our veterans, you know, like me right now, I'm, I'm a Michigan State Police Angel now. I started doing that last year and I love it. What does it. that mean? It's uh, the angel program where persons come into a Michigan State Police post and, and they talk, you know, to a trooper or they call and the trooper talks with them and they'll come in and they'll, they'll say, I need help. You know, I have a, an addiction to either alcoholism, heroin or, or opioids and I'm trying to get off. I want help. And so... They go through this process with the troopers and everything, and then they call someone like me, an angel, and then I go in there, and I'm that person's... Um, sponsor. I'm their, their angel, Advisor, and, I, and I help them. Helper, mentor. Yeah, um, I help them with backboard. you know their paperwork so we can get them into a treatment program, awesome. whether it be a, a rehabilitation center where they stay You're like the concierge. <laughs> yeah, I guess right? so. Right? No, which is important. The troopers are going to love like, that you're one. Like you're like my McCool. You're like my McCool. You know, you put everything right here that's supposed to be done yeah. and it's all good. So I just kind of found things to like get through my pain and, and the journey has been exceptionally extraordinary. Like I would not have been the person that I am today if it hadn't been for my parents. Right. My older sister who's phenomenal. I love her so much. Her I have the Delia. I have Shout the, out Delia. <laughs> I have the best older sister and a great little sister Mercedes. Hi um, Mercedes. And I just um I'm just very fortunate. I'm able to get through it and I finally started to wake up and just started going full throttle and being able to just support more people, support great people, do the best that you can, help people. You know, I'm a huge advocate for the catastrophic fund. 
you know, under the um, uh, car insurance. You know, I don't want to see that gutted. Um, so there's just so many different facets that I that I do and that I'm a part of. And I just love the fact that I'm able to be on this journey to be able to help other people and, and educate people. And I love doing door to door. I love doing door to door in my city of Trenton, talking with our neighbors about yeah. politics and candidates and policies. Well, you have the right, the perfect demeanor and the experience to go through it. Now it's, it's sort of like we're all, it's, we get we're collecting the right people on the train to ride in the you know it's it's everybody you're looking around the restaurant you're looking in the room and it's everybody well it's like it's Eddie would understand this it's that's how you win championships in those dressing rooms where you look around and it's like I don't like you want to avoid somebody because you're in shit not because you don't like them or because you don't respect them. It's just because it's like, oh, I can go talk to this guy and I can go bother him and then I'm going to go bother him and then I'm going to, right? Like in our dress When you have 24 guys on a team, not everyone's going to no, get it's, along. Right. And, but, but you have oh, to do you. it. But you the have respect to do it. has right. to be, be professional. Yeah. 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 You have to. When you come right. to the building or the dress room, that's where everything stays outside. Right. Now right. it's your teammate and everything like that. But... It's, it doesn't happen too often. No, I, I but can't, that's, it I can't think of too many guys we I, didn't like in right. the dressing room. No, you're right. And that's where the hockey, but it's also too because you know what you want and what you're looking for and to yeah. be able. So here's my question to all three of you. Um, what are you thankful for this year? Dan? I'm thankful for my wife, my, my two daughters, Susie, Maya, and Lily. Um, Without them, I know I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. And to be able to uh, continue my service, so to speak. I, I got out of the Army. I, I didn't want to get out, but it was the way it went. And to be able to go, be going into the social work field and being able to help veterans and advocate for veterans and, and anybody else who comes my way who needs help, obviously. But my end goal is to work with veterans and help veterans. But, you know... Um, I, I I'm just thankful for my family, and, and I'm thankful to be here, and I'm thankful to be able to help my fellow veterans. And and I've started following some foundations here in Michigan. They're a pretty big deal. Foundation 14. Yeah. Um, they like to help veteran community. Um, they also give uh, wounded warriors Love it. motorcycles. Oh, and if cool. they and if they need <laughs> Harley Davidsons or whatever, you know, yeah. mostly Harleys, but they custom. Yeah, they get. They, 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 like awesome. they, they had a wheelchair, a wheelchair gal. Um, she had a double amputee, and they got her uh, a motorcycle that she could ride. And uh, That's what it's all just about. you know, and and um, when I met you at your at your um, first annual golf outing, you know, we talked yeah, that about was so much fun. It was, was awesome. Shout out to Cattails. Yeah, Cattails. Good job. Everybody helped out. But being able to um, work with other foundations like Operation Warrior Wishes. Um, and uh, one other thing I wanted to mention was music for me. Yeah. Helped me. Um, uh, there's a military group called Redcon One Music Group. And they, uh, so actually one of them is still active duty, but it's Marines and Army guys. And they make music. They've made a ton of music. But... What they sing about and what they do. Redcon One. Redcon One Music Group. Um, they are just phenomenal. They they it, it, it they sing about stuff that we know in the sure. military. So so um, you can relate to it. But at the same time, they're all about healing and helping, just like I want to do, just like you want to do, just like you want to do. It's it's all about being caring, working together. It's you know, about, we're, hey, we're all one team. You know, nice. if you want to be happy, be happy. If you want to help it. somebody. 
help somebody, but it's going to make you feel good, and, and, and it's the right thing to do. We need to help everybody, not just veterans, not just, uh, you know, people who have dealt with the cancers and the injuries and all that stuff. It's everybody. See, know? that reminds me, because I always thought that in the Bible when it says it's better to give than to receive, it meant to get the first punch in. But it doesn't. It means what Dan's saying, it's better to be a giving person than a receiving. Dora, uh, what are you thankful for this oh, year? Geez. I'm thankful for my children. I don't really get to spend too much time with them. They're older. And names? my grandchildren. Samantha and Robert Samantha, are Robert, big then, kids. I know. Um, yeah, my granddaughter, Luna, Luna, she'll be six. Six and then, years old. Um, what, what? My grandson, Roman, who's Roman. two. And then wow. my daughter's expecting her second. So I'm grateful oh, for them. Awesome. Um, I'm grateful for my family. And I'm really grateful for the, um, the opportunities. You know, I'm grateful for the fact that my parents taught me to think big and to always think big and that you can do anything you want, you know, and take pride in your work, no matter if you're scrubbing toilets or if you're a hockey player that's, or auto worker or a veteran. That's it. You know, or producing a show. That's it. Doing a hell of a job <laughs> back there. Quick kissing up to McCool. Didn't, didn't forget about you, Eduardo. Eddie, well, what are you? Of course, uh, it's a, it's other, always, other than, you know, the fact that I backchecked once. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, or I pulled you the other day. You yeah, want to talk you about pulled that? me. Uh, yeah. Blessing. Yeah, it was a blessing. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it was, no. you had a fresh cocktail. Yes, I, I didn't did. want you. To... I know, I know, but actually, we uh, that that was a good story, and we were thankful for that. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, for honoring the military that weekend. And uh, one of our organizers for the team forgot another goalie that comes out and helps us out, who actually was drafted by the Red Wings. His name was Greg Malachy. So uh, when our president Joe Kosher called me and said, "Hey, do you know that Greg was left out the?" Uh, um, the starting lineup. So, yeah, and if you don't get on that alumni roster, that's like missing uh, out on the Olympics. That is, <laughs> that is, it's, de it's <laughs> devastating. It's devastating. When that I list comes out and you check your email and you're not on it, it's like, oh my world has <laughs> just been crushed. But anyway, so I went to Mac and the and I invited Greg to come out and he had no clue what was happening and. Uh, I said to Mac, I said, listen, the first opportunity that they come down, I'm going to let the goal go in, and you come out, and I'll pretend like you're pulling me, and I'll be dejected and, and upset, but I'll get away. You know you're sharing some secrets with yeah. me, so when my UAW brothers play you again, I'm going to share that secret, but you know everyone's listening so they I'll can be, hear it now. I'll be, I'll be ready for that game. We got a I'll be ready for that game. We got a phenomenal but, picture uh, from that. And we got a great picture from it. We got a lot of hits on Facebook when we put it out because we were honored in the military, and Greg is, actually flew uh, missions oh, yeah. in Afghanistan. Oh, nice. So nice. he's not only an, uh, a doctor, Doctor. He uh, graduated from the University of Michigan. He won two national championships with uh, Marty, yeah, Marty Turco, and he gave it a shot in uh, in in the pros. He played the minor leagues, but also went back and became a fighter pilot. So, I mean, this guy has accomplished a lot, and that's he's why we want it. Wow. And he's a phenomenal dude. dude. But I, as you say, I'm thankful for this, basically the same things. My family. Uh, obviously, my mom and dad have passed away, but I've still got brothers and nieces and nephews. But more importantly, for my alumni brothers, because as we get into it, as Mac knows, we are a pretty good group that help each other. Right. And, uh, nice. And in my case, uh, when I retired from the Red Wings, wasn't exactly, it was kind of a forceful retirement. <laughs> I hadn't played too well, but uh, I just 
kind of lost it a little bit, and I didn't want anything to do with hockey. And a few, couple gentlemen by the name of Ted Lindsay and and Alex uh, Delvecchio God and, rest God rest and Johnny and Wilson, hi, Alex is still yeah. around. Shaky Peters, right? They're all past. Uh, anyways, except for Alex, that is. Um, they got a hold of me and said, got me to dinner at the Roma Cafe and just sat me down and said, you know, kid, you're going about this the wrong way. Stop feeling sorry for you. Self, you've had 11 great years, you know, talkie. They got me to come out with the alumni in, in 1988. And I've been there ever since because I've seen what they did for me, and I want to do for the young kids. Yeah, I like it. And, I like it. So and I'm thankful point, for that, for my alumni has. brothers, and and also I'm thankful for my health. Number one, and unfortunate, not everyone is is healthy, but I've I've been lucky. But for my friends, and like I said, this man here is 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 really a good. What he's done. We we were supposed to have a show together on ESPN Detroit. A few years a lot, back, yeah, I, I was still drinking back. Then. Uh, yeah, he was he was still drinking. So perfect. Actually, it worked out better for him because the guy we worked for wasn't exactly uh, very honest. But uh, the point is, is that you know we all go through life and 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 we we have our ups and downs. As I say, I feel really bad for the military because here you are, you survive over there, and then you come back here and you commit suicide. You know that yeah. that is that is a problem. In your case, you've had some. Bad luck, and, I, and I'm really, really sorry about that, Dora. But in my lifetime, I've had some pretty good luck, uh, you know. And I just want to give that back, and that's why I got them working with a lot of kids in the hockey right now, uh, representing them. Not that I can get them a contract, but hopefully, I can. The majority of the guys get to see their dream of playing in the NHL. That's awesome. So, so I'm yeah. grateful for that too. Yeah, uh, how many that's guys, good stuff. How many guys right now? Like, name a couple guys that people might see on TV that maybe you would well, spit in their they're ear. They're all young right now, buddy. But I've got, <laughs> uh, I've got uh, two kids that are uh, ranked in the top ten for the uh, 2021 uh, draft. One's going to go. It's committed to University of Michigan. Nice. Uh, I've got uh, the. The goaltender in Sarnia, Ben Godro, yeah. who you'll be hearing a lot of things about. But, you know, let's hope they get there first. As you know, Mac, there's less than 1% of the kids or people that play hockey make it to the to the pros. Wow, and that's, that's, that's this is a whole world. Well, so how many hopefully of them they get cups, to be thankful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not uh, many won four cups either. I'm I knew thankful you'd get for that Scotty one. Bowman. There you go. No, that's, hey, McCool, what are you thankful for, bro? Well, listen, you know, I'm going to keep it, you know, short and sweet. Uh, obviously, health is, is the most important thing. If, my, you know, my health and my family's health is there, that's all that matters. Is, and, and, and we're all together. That, that, to me, is what I'm most thankful for. Yeah. And, and, like, and like Dora said, opportunities, having those opportunities and, and having good health and being able to pursue those opportunities and make the most out of it, that is, uh, you know, one of the most important things, I think. But I yeah. think that that you know, the, Mike brings up a great point, and the self awareness is is, and I think that that's the society we're building into is don't take things for granted. Right. Don't don't because you're given this. Like I always preach in anything. Don't tell me who. Tell me what. Because health and wellness, mental, physically, and spiritually, if you can, at least. I call what I always say: looking in the mirror, don't lie to that person. At least, if you're honest, 
then you can move forward, right? And you and it's okay to be be needing to grow in different aspects because you surround yourself and ask for help. What I'm most thankful for, I'm just gonna sum it with this: I'm the battery. People are my energy. I am grateful for <laughs> all of you out there. Um, obviously, my BFF and uh, the person that has given me the opportunity to love myself and know that I deserve to love myself. So that in order that I can shine my light out, I'm going to leave you guys with this on this Thanksgiving edition. As I say, thank you to my boy, Eddie Meal for yeah, joining me. Anytime, buddy. And uh, we got things going on. Sergeant Dan, I love you, kid. Dan, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for I your service, you. Dan. Oh, thank yes. you. Yes, thank you, Dan. Dora, to continued uh, whatever we have going. Obviously, we're intertwined with so many yeah, different people, I know. and that's and cool. that's that's what it's about. Because we have fun, right? But that's the I don't. The one thing is that you know about me is that. I don't do much stuff unless my wife tells me to that I don't have fun with. And usually <laughs> that's fun too. But um, on that, that's the whole thing. Surround yourself with people that um, our intentions are in the same way. And I'm, I'm grateful for all of you. I will continue to be around, uh, traveling around. I know I'm in Cadillac, Michigan on the 9th, uh, Flushing on the 12th. I'm going to, to Israel Keep uh, DarrenMcCarty.com. I just saw McCool. What would you think of the swag on there? Looking pretty good, eh? It's pretty badass, Pretty man. badass. Pretty swag. excited about it. DarrenMcCarty.com soon. Um, uh, obviously, Facebook, uh, Instagram, everything else. And uh, thank you, all of you, for uh, everything. Thank you, Michael Walters and T-Roy, um, for the use of the house. Travis Bully, huge, big eases for all the help. Uh Nick, you dick, uh, out there, uh, <laughs> West right now. Uh, Perry. Perry, yeah. Perry, Perry. I won't forget Perry. Perry. Can't forget Perry. Parents. Um, Parents. And all of you out there, because even though they're going to have a little hiatus, we're firing it back up big and hard, and the message is still the same. No matter how many times you fall down, you got to get your ass back up. That's grind time. We're out.